and welcome back to the Accessible Technology Podcast, where I give my advice on what technology is accessible for disabled people, and where you get to hear a lot about what is accessible as far as everyday tech goes, as well as what isn't accessible, and what can be done to make technology more accessible. My name is Faith and I am paralysed from the neck down, which means that I can only use technology and control technology by holding a stylus or a chopstick in my mouth and my only bit of movement is my head. In this episode, you're going to be hearing my review of the Apple TV 4K first generation. The main audio, however, for this episode was taken from the video I uploaded to YouTube on the 6th of August 2019. So I'm only going to give you a quick overview of the features you get with it. So let's get into that now. But first of all, I would also just like to mention that this podcast is available to listen to on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible, Google Podcasts, except that is only until April, and Spotify. So if you would like hearing anything more or following our sharing, then please consider giving it a follow and sharing it with on whatever you are listening to it on and even giving it a review. So, some notes about the Apple TV 4K first generation. The Apple TV 4K first generation was first introduced in 2017 with four different models of Apple's TV box having came out before that, starting with the first Apple TV, which was first launched in 2007. The first generation of the Apple TV 4K is available in only one colour, which is black. Similar to the historical engineers, obviously Apple like copying their attitude towards things. Yes, not thinking about anyone in particular, Victorians. But they do give you a bit more choice when it comes to storage capacity, with a choice between 32GB or 64GB, and you can also use Bluetooth on it or connect any Bluetooth controllers you have lying around. It is currently available for between £75 to £99 from some sellers compared to £149 for the Wi-Fi version of the current generation or 169 points for the Wi-Fi version of the current gen with Ethernet. But now that I've given you all of those details, let's get straight into the review. 
The Apple TV 4K is a new brand of Apple TV designed by Apple and this has been updated to work with 4K TVs, so it can also be used on other TV models. It allows programs and films to be watched in 4K HDR with sound from Dolby Atmos and offers great content from apps like BBC iPlayer, ITVX, Amazon Prime Video and ITV. This level of 4K gives a crisper image using four times more pixels than standard HD and a high dynamic range HDR delivers better, delivers brighter, more realistic colours and greater detail. Having partnered with some of the world's biggest TV networks and broadcasters, it allows you to watch live programs whenever they're on and no matter what height they are. Coming with a serial remote, you can operate it by using your voice, but I would love if Apple could raise more awareness and future of accessibility features available to allow non-verbal people and others just as involved as as their peers. When you first get your Apple TV 4K, you will see that it comes in a black box with the Apple TV 4K Siri remote, which has a glass top trackpad, which can be easily used to track and track. A parlayed USB lightning cable and documentation. You can use your Apple TV for playing games which you get by downloading them off the app store and playing them by using the stereo mode but also through the Apple TV game controller so separately or by mirroring them from your iPad or other devices to it via Bluetooth. However, you could also use the Apple TV remote app which is a free download on iPhone and iPad which is how I operate most of mine. There's not much more to say about the Apple TV other than what has been said already, but I do still think it's a good option to buy if you want an Apple-based TV system. Its accessibility features include voiceover, Zoom, increased contrast, reduced motion, closed captions, and SDH support, audio descriptions, Siri and dictation, and switch control. These can all be set up and added via the settings app. But anyway, what do you think about the Apple TV 4K first generation? Are you tempted to buy it instead of some of the more expensive models that are out now and that have just newly been released? And if you have anyone who is physically disabled or non-disabled kids in your house, does the Bluetooth gaming and wireless control options sell it to you as a cheap gaming system instead of having to buy the latest Xbox, the latest PlayStation 
would they be a stretch? I remember when I first got mine, I actually got quite a lot of gaming experience from it by mowing the game that I was playing on my iPad so that it would screen off my TV and especially when you consider that accessible gaming has only really started to advance since 2018. There was actually no way for me to play on game consoles as easily as I can now. So yeah, the Apple TV 4K first gen did actually act as a version of some form of a cheap gaming system for me. If, despite having to think of a rock around, if you would like to pass some of your thoughts on to me, you can include them in a review wherever you're listening to this on, as well as via the contact pages over on my Fabes Loud Technology Review site, linked below, or on my other website, phoebeloud.com. If you're interested in watching the other videos on accessible technologies that I've done, or in finding any of the other, or finding and going over to watch the video that this podcast is actually based on, you can find more over on my PL Tech Reviews YouTube channel. And if you would like to see a couple of my accessible tourism reviews, as well as my film, TV, theatre reviews and political videos, you can find them by searching for my Fabes Loud Journalism YouTube channel. You can also find my other podcast, the Fabes Loud Podcast, by searching for it on Apple Podcasts. Amazon Music and Audible, Google Podcasts, except that is only until April, and Spotify, where you get everything that I cover on Phoebe's Loud Journalism in podcast form, with some tech news stuck in there as well. However, if commenting on a website or a video isn't something you would be up to, you can also support the podcast by going over to the page for Phoebe's Journalism over on buymeacoffee.com where you will have the option to give me a one-time donation or to check out other bits of exclusive content that won't be part of the actual podcast, as well as checking out various other things that I plan to up load in a store version at some point in the future or of course you can support me by going over to any of my socials which are at Babeslyle 
Und zweite OX und the real fake style over on Instagram. But anyway, that's all for now. So the next episode that comes out will be a review of the iPhone X, which some of you might remember having after it came out in 2017. And after that, we'll be getting into reviews of gaming consoles, starting with a Minecraft edition of the Xbox One S. So thanks for listening to the complete episode of this podcast and please follow if you like what I am doing. I plan to update this podcast twice a week until the 12th of August 2023 although that could all change before then and after then. And I'm really not sure what sort of a schedule I'm going to go with at the minute. But yeah, it should be at least one episode a week. So we'll just see how fast everything gets out together. And maybe if it does come out more quickly, I can fit in some recent tech news as well or whatever tech news is going on into the podcast as well but we'll just see how we go anyway thanks for listening and i'll talk to you all in the next one